the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. If you have not already done so, I hope you have marked on your calendar October 6th. Very, very important day here in the state of Ohio. It is the 2023 Ohio March for Life. And I am absolutely delighted to welcome to the program our dear friend, my dear friend, but also a dear friend of WRFD, Aaron Baer, president of the Center for Christian Virtue, to help us understand what in the world is going to be going on at the State House on October 6th. Aaron Bear, it is a delight to welcome you back to the program. Oh, Bob, it's always great to catch up with you, my friend. Hey, tell us about October 6th. Obviously, why is uh, CCV, the Center for Christian Virtue, uh, becoming involved in this important event? Yeah, you know, we, we kicked off uh, Ohio's first ever March for Life last year. Um, and you know, at the time when we had scheduled it last year, we didn't, uh, you know, we were prayerful, but we didn't know. Uh, that uh, Dobbs was going to, the Dobbs case was going to come down and Roe was going to be Wait, 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 wait. Last year was the first Ohio March for Life? Really? Last year was the first ever official Ohio March for Life. Okay. There's been been other uh, pro-life marches and things like this, but but this was the first time the National March for Life that they always do in in January in Washington, D.C., uh, they had come to us at CCB and said, "Hey, we want to. We started these state marches because the the, the abortion issue is being fought at the states right. more and more, and we we want to come and and do an official march for life in Ohio." So last year was the first time we ever did our first our first ever official march for life. Wow, well, we had four thousand people there for it. I just I just had a George W. Bush moment. I was educated. <laughs> I I didn't realize that last year was the first year. Wow. Yeah, okay. It, 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 yeah, and, and, and in God's, you know, providential uh, timing on it, too, because we scheduled it before we knew Roe was going to be overturned, and then it turned into just a huge celebration right. uh, that that got overturned. And, but we decided at the time, it was such a incredible response for our first ever march to have 4,000 people show up at the State House uh, to, to celebrate life and to fight for the end of abortion. Um, we decided, okay, we're, we got to do this every year. Uh, and again, once again, when we decided last year to okay, we're gonna we're gonna go every year now, we didn't realize that there would be this uh, constitutional amendment to legalize abortion up to birth and abolish mm-hmm. parental consent and all this stuff. And again, this is just God's perfect timing that even the the date we picked, October sixth, is the the Friday before the last Friday before uh, the deadline to register to vote and. You know, the last weekend before voter registration, so people can even go back to their churches and register folks to vote for the election. And it really then kicks off early voting on October 11th. So we just see God's hand on on getting us in position to have this big march uh, on October 6th. 
uh, and we're looking forward to being a, a real catalyst for us to win uh, on this abortion amendment. All right, Aaron Bear, walk us through, no pun intended, walk us through <laughs> what is going to be occurring at the State House on Friday, October 6th. Absolutely. It, it is a full day uh, for folks. Um, the, 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 the day will actually kick off um, for pastors, and I'll, I'll say we have limited space left available uh, but we're actually going to be doing a pastor's breakfast in the atrium at the Ohio State House with Pastor Alistair Begg uh, at 8.30. I know we, we've already taken up hundreds of spots. There's a few left, so if pastors want to come out for that pastor's breakfast at 8.30, they can reach out to CCB and, and get their, their spot for that. Um, but then from there, for the general public, starting at 10 o'clock on the west lawn of the Ohio State House right there on High Street, uh, we'll have worship music. Uh, we'll have a worship band going to just sort of set the tone, set the mood for the, the march from 10 to 11. There'll be worship music going. There'll be the different vendors out there, different all of our different pro-life allies and friends out with their tables. Get your signs, get all ready. Uh, and then right at 11 is when the program starts. Um, and that's when you'll hear from all of the, the pro-life leaders in the state um, rallying the troops, getting everyone excited. Um, and then at noon is when the actual march starts, and we have a mile-long uh, march route. We actually they close off all of down the, the all High Street. We'll march uh, from from Broad Street north on High Street uh, all the way down to Spring, uh, and then over west to Front, back down, and we'll end back at the State House. Uh, but there is something so powerful about thousands of people closing off mm-hmm. downtown Columbus uh, for for the cause of life. Uh, and it's 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 an event that you'll you'll never forget if you come to. All right. Now, I would imagine that the march is designed for all levels of experience and comfort and so forth. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Not not everybody is going to have to march right. an entire an entire mile. Right. Well, well, you know, honestly, what we would say for a lot of those folks, we had a lot of folks who couldn't march the mile, uh, and they just came and, and came for the the speeches from mm-hmm. eleven to noon. And then hung back there uh, while we did the march, um, and we, we, you know, the march probably takes about a half hour to because we're not. Sure. Th- this isn't a race, right? This is not, it isn't the five k. Uh, it's uh, it, it's a march, and so we we go around, and it's it's a lot of great energy. All right, that is Friday, October sixth. Begins at eight thirty, but that's a breakfast only. And uh, I would assume that pastors listening right now need to register because I know space is limited. Would you suggest yeah, that? I, I would suggest they reach out to uh, CCB right away. They can go to ccb.org uh, or just email info at ccb.org uh, to, to, to reserve their spot. We might, I know we're getting close to capacity there. Um, so uh, if, if pastors do want to uh, make it for that breakfast with Alistair Begg, uh, they'll want to get their uh, want to get their RSVP in quick. All right, so that begins at eight thirty. Then at ten o'clock, worship on the lawn of the State House, and uh, you're going to have a lot of resources available. Pro life movements, pro life organizations. Uh, I've been asked this by a lot of people: Will there be the no on issue one signs available that you that you are aware of? Absolutely. We'll have thousands of those signs available there for folks to pick up. We'll have our bulletin inserts, all of our election resources available for folks that day. All right. For all of the other activities beginning at 10 o'clock, there is no registration required, correct? 
Correct, correct. So just come. Do you have any yep. idea of what you are anticipating as far as numbers are concerned? Honestly, Bob, last year for our first ever to have 4,000 people there kind of blew us away. Uh, considering uh, this is our second time around, people know about this. We have a lot of schools busing kids out. Um, and, uh, you know, with the with the uh, abortion ballot amendment, we're expecting more this year. Um, so, again, just being together right now, gearing up for this fight um, is just an experience like like none other. Um, and and will be something people will remember forever. All right. Many of our listeners are familiar with the State House of Parking and so forth. But those listening, and they're not familiar with the State House in downtown, but they are determined to come. What about parking? Where can people park? Where do they come? Yeah, so there is a ton of uh, parking all over the State House uh, area. But what I would recommend for folks that want to see that is at the Ohio March for Life website. So if you just Google Ohio March for Life, uh, you'll see all of these resources uh, available. Mm, parking instructions. And we have the, there, there's a lot because you are right. Like the state house parking garage, I would just recommend to folks if you've been downtown before, don't plan to park in the state house parking garage. It's going to be uh, full. There's surface lots. Exactly. There, there's there's surface lots all over the place. Pick one of those. The Columbus Commons parking garage is a great one to do. Um, it, it'll put you about three blocks away for you to walk over. Um, but at the the Ohio March for Life website, uh, there's parking instructions. There's all those types of uh, uh, details. All right. Aaron Baer, who is president of CCV, Center for Christian Virtue. Folks, mark on your calendar Friday, October 6th, pastor's breakfast at 830. If you want to go, you better get registered because space is very limited. Uh, otherwise, 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock, be there, folks. Let's make sure that we exceed last year. Last year was important. This year is even more important with the election coming up in November. Aaron, thank you for your leadership. Thank you for Center for Christian Virtue's leadership. And uh, we will see you on Friday, October 6th. Great for you, Bob. All right. Aaron Bear, President, Center for Christian Virtue. All right. Bobberty Live will continue. This is Bob Bernie Live. I've told you this many times. I am on everybody's email list. I mean, you name it, I get their emails every day. Uh, I get hundreds of emails every day. My spam folder, you know the spam. My spam folder every day is 100 to 200 emails just in my spam folder. And I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just throwing it out there. Anyway, uh, one of the email lists that I am on is from the Ohio State University Lantern, which is the official student newspaper at the Ohio State University. 
Well, I got my copy of the of the electronic copy of the Lantern today, and the big story is headline: Ohio State lacks a university wide land acknowledgement. Uh hmm, that sounds interesting. Wonder what this is all about. Well, I began reading the story. Since its founding as a land-grant university in 1870, all right, mark that down. Since its founding as a land-grant university in 1870, Ohio State has resided on Shawnee, Lenape, L-E-N-A-P-E, Miami, Wyandotte, Delaware, Pottawatomie, Peoria, Seneca, and Cherokee people's land. Since its founding. In 1870. Over those 150 years, the university has never provided a statement recognizing such land belonging to indigenous people of the area. Okay, what the whole thing about is the Ohio State University stole the land from indigenous people. Stole it. Yes, stole it from indigenous people. And now these people in this indigenous movement want the Ohio State University, number one, to profusely apologize and beg, I mean beg, for forgiveness, and then take actions, and I'm quoting, actions of reconciliation. Really? Yeah. Let me quote. The first half is that we must acknowledge we're on the lands taken from other people and then identify the people. A good land acknowledgement has the second half of the equation, which is that we're on lands stolen from other people, plus therefore what? What should we do about that other than saying that's past history? They must be followed by sincere, informed actions of reconciliation. No, no, okay, no, wait a minute. I'm not a scholar on anything. I'm not an expert on anything. But I know enough about the history of America and the history of the so-called indigenous people. There's no such thing as indigenous people. Everybody in North America came from someplace else. And when the indigenous people were here, one tribe drove out another tribe. And then another tribe drove that tribe out. And then they waged war on this tribe. I I keep saying this. There are many wonderful things to learn about Native Americans and, quote-unquote, indigenous people. Some of them were cannibals. They were fierce. They killed each other. They practiced slavery. Not everyone, not all of them, but many of them did. And they were known for battles over land, you know, one tribe against another. And so, what do you mean we stole land? Or not we, the Ohio State University, over 150 years ago. Well, what are the actions of reconciliation? Well, things like giving Native American students free tuition. Huh? 
Now, regardless of whose land it may have been back in 1870, what in the world does that have to do with students, whether they're Native American students, whether they can trace their ancestry backward? What in the world does that have to do with 2023? It is, it is an attempt, again, to place white guilt. If you're white, you're evil, you're wicked, and you must atone for the sins of your forefathers. You mean 150 years ago? Yeah. So in other words, people who had absolutely nothing to do with the land-grant process back in 1870, people who had absolutely nothing to do with that are to pay in some form reparations to people who were not impacted by that. It's ludicrous. It's ridiculous. It is wokeism of the worst kind. But there is a movement at The Ohio State University to make amends for what happened 150 years ago or more. And by the way, by the time 1870 came around, there was industrialization happening all over the state of Ohio. The whole rubber industry was beginning up around Akron and northern Ohio, The city of Westerville was founded in 1858, before Ohio State. Worthington was founded before that. In fact, many of the cities around central Ohio, very close to the Ohio State University, were already being recognized as settlements, as cities, and many of the Native Americans in this particular portion of what is now the state of Ohio had already left. This is just, it is nonsense. It is trying to ascribe guilt in order to soothe the woke left's conscience. Does it accomplish anything positive for anyone? Not really. Does it cause more division? Resentment? Oh, yeah. Which, again, is the whole purpose from the liberal left. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.